and welcome back to another exciting episode of Flash Gordon. Today's episode, Fear and Phrygia, Part 2. When last we left our heroes, Zack and Batu had made it to Phrygia and just met their contact, the beautiful Meltma. However, as negotiations started, our heroes were set upon by deadly annihilatons. Will they survive this wicked ambush? Stay tuned to find out! Hello everyone, and welcome to Tabletop Radio Hour, your podcast for everything tabletop. My name is Zach, and this week, I've got the regular crew, I've got Mark, and I've got Logan. Mark, how are you today? I'm doing well. How about you? I'm doing very well, thank you. And Logan? Doing well, thanks. How are you, gents? Doing well. Good. Good. I'm here. I'm ready to ready to role play. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, today today we're going to be continuing our adventures in Flash Gordon. Um, if you don't remember, last time um, our two characters had uh, had been given a, a mission, more or less, for the Freeman to uh, to go and get some polarite from Phrygia up north in the frigid cold. Mm-hmm. Um, so we. Um, we took a rocket train. We met a very interesting individual who we were very skeptical of. Yeah, she was a little a little uh, shady. I don't know. A little mm-hmm. shady. I think she was also a little skeptical of us as well. So we'll we'll find out how that uh, how that wraps up. But we made it to Phrygia. Um and once once we got to the work site, it seems things went a little bit hairy. In, in one way or another, and uh, we find ourselves trapped in this ice tunnel. What I missed? Did I miss anything? Oh, rode some big birds, and then, yes, we, we ended up talking with some people in this uh, ice mine tunnel area and then trapped by some big robots. Yes. So, Mark, do you want to take us away? Yeah, I think we're... Uh, I think that's where we are. Um, you are... Surrounded by a couple of uh, annihilatons, and they are closing um, in on you. Yeah, they uh, they are going to start, and they are just going to start clomping away. I've uh, dealt cards for initiative, and it looks like Meltma is actually the first to be able to act. Um, so she is going to, she's just going to draw her ray gun and kind of take a position between the two of you. Um, we'll let you guys kind of okay. go first in order to do a little uh, action here. So, Batu, what are you going to do? Well, just for a clarification for my brain, I'm I'm not as well versed on the lore here. The Annihilatons are are they like I'm picturing something like the Lost in Space robot with like treads or something and big like clampy claws. Like what what do they look like? Yeah, that's kind of that's not too uh, far off. A little little more square. The clampy claws. Um, they have, let's see, uh, yeah, they have haul, uh, claws. They also have a, a they're carrying a halberd, too. Uh, so they have, a, they actually have a weapon, um, which, uh, okay. so yeah, both of those. Okay. Can, I think for that first weapons. one that's close to me, I'm going to try and like grab my electro whip off my uh, hip and try and catch his halberd and yank it out or pull pull him off course, whether it's he toppling this annihilaton or pulling weapon out or something like that, like just trying to um, disable his ability to hurt us. <laughs> Fantastic. So uh, if you look at your combat options, 
Um, okay. Isn't there one for uh, uh, disarm? Oh, uh, combat option. Let's see. Yes, sorry. Uh, I got the wrong one here. Um, improvise, defend, tangle. There's entangle disarm, bound. Yeah. Uh, oh, disarm. The I first see, one, yeah. disarm. Uh, add disarm. Uh, minus two to your attack, and okay. the defender makes a strength roll versus the damage. So I do the attack uh, roll, and then, then I do the strength? Or no, they do the strength. I get it. Defender they does do the strength. They do the strength, yep. yeah. Okay. So you, ma- you make a roll with a minus two. You make your attack. Okay. So I did the roll, and it looks okay. like it was a seven with the explosions, which minus seven, two is five. Five, which is a success. Okay, so you cool. hit. Uh, now you roll damage. Okay. And grab that one here. Now, I'm not trying to hurt them as much as disable them, so I'm not sure how that right. applies here. Well, this uh, is just this is uh, going against their strength. Instead of going against uh, their gotcha. vigor to see if you damage uh, them, you're going against their strength to see if you... Uh, can pry it out of their hand, basically. Well, seven and a two mm. makes it um, a nine, so that's not horrible. That's not bad at all. Uh, versus their three, so you did it. You you whip. He you yank the uh, the halyard out of his hand. It goes flying across mm. the cave. Um, so it is now. It doesn't have a weapon, but it's still coming at you with its claws. Okay, okay. Uh, Zach, what are you doing? I've got my trusty flame sword so I'm going to pull out my flame sword and I'm on this same giant robotic creature since it's trying to go at, go at Batu with his claws I'm going to try and slice off one of those claws with this flame sword nice nice flame on okay flame on there so we go five uh, and a 19. Okay, that, well, now wait a minute. You said you're trying, you're trying for a called shot. What, uh, mm-hmm. is that what you're trying to do? Um, yeah, m- more or less, I guess. Where is that on the, where's that on your combat? Called options, shot sir? is uh, in the middle. Options. Up, I think it's a limb is a minus called two. Shots, uh, combat option one. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. It looks like yep. it's on the combat options one page. Called shot. There we go. Called okay. Shots, and you call for limb a limb. Minus two. Minus two. Okay, in that case, uh, that was a miss. Okay. Hmm. Would've been some good damage if it hit, though. It is going. They are going to attack. Um, I guess the first one uh, is going to go for um, uh, Batu, and because it is unarmed, it's just going at you with its claws. This is. Oh, jeez. Um. <laughs> This is against your parry. Okay, so I got a four parry? on my parry. Okay, it hit. Oof, it hit hard. Oh boy, more dice. Oh man, that's a lot of dice. Rip. <laughs> <laughs> um, what is your toughness? Five. Okay. So you have three wounds. Yep. Now, um, this is where you can spend a Benny to try and soak those wounds. Gonna have to. Um, okay. Uh, <laughs> Just with a yeah. If you spend a Benny, you make a vigor check. A success and each raise reduces the number of wounds suffered from that attack by one. Okay, Benny. Vigor okay. roll. 
Okay, I so got that four, reduces, so that's a success. That reduces it to two wounds. Two wounds, okay. Um, so I'll mark two you wounds. Can also, you could also spend another uh, Benny to re-roll that if you wanted, or you can take that as is. I mean, three wounds would be pretty bad, because I only have three wounds. So I, I think I'm still on my feet, right. so I'll stick with that. Okay, good. Um, all right, so the other guy is going to go after Zach. Okay. Um, I also have uh, improved dodge, so I have plus two to cover and plus two to evasion. Okay. Uh, but so what is your but what is your parry? Uh, is five. Five. Okay. It swings at you with the halberd. It misses. Ooh. Okay. So now it is yeah, yeah. now it is the top of the round, and Meltma actually. Uh, is going to take a shot and explode, as it seems. Even though I can't see the actual <laughs> results of your die, I still you see, see the your shadow. die roll. Right. Yep. Yeah, we, we still right. get to see the shadow die Beware roll. Beware the shadow the dice. <laughs> right. I like how the little character portrait in the corner has also the bullet holes bleeding for wounds taken. Yes. It's a nice yeah, little exactly. portrayal oh, of, really cool. yikes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, actually, you know what? These are not. Uh... Yeah, she took out one of them. She, Huzzah! She took out the uh, the damaged Disarmed one. one? So. Damaged one. Nice. The one going. Or the unarmed one. one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was big. Sweet. Was it a ray gun? Laser gun? Lit ray gun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ray gun. So we hear, of course, okay. the <laughs> <laughs> yes horrible yes. sound effects of the early yep. <laughs> filming. So uh, that was Melton Batu. You're up next. Okay. So he hurt me, but I'm not like grappled or held by him, right? Correct. Yes. Oh, I guess he's dead now. He's gone because the one. He's currently dead now. Yes, he is, actually. All right. I guess uh, second verse, same as the first. I'm going to whip over and try and either topple or or disarm the one that is uh, currently fighting Zach. Uh, So I think it's another combat whip roll. Let's see how we do here. Yeah. Woof. Um, I got minus two because of wounds, so uh, that becomes a one. And minus two uh, if you were trying to disarm it, so yeah, that's... Oh, okay. So, yeah, that's that's a clear miss. So that's um, not good. <laughs> no. Zach, you're up. Um, I'm just going to go in swinging with my flame sword here. Okay. Just trying to, just going to try and hit. Go for it. Eleven. <laughs> Eleven, that is a hit. With a raise. Uh, actually. Yes, one raise. So you add a d6 to your damage. Beautiful. And then uh, I'm going to roll this base, and then I'm just going to pick up one d6 and roll yeah. one d6 there. Oh, that's, uh, that explodes? 17? Does that explode? Yes, it does. Do Does does damage explode? Yeah, okay, uh, so yeah. that, six would, that six would explode. So. Mm-hmm didn't so let's just oh my goodness another six there keep it going go. keep it going oh my gosh Up to 23 An- no this is broken 29. this is broken keep going. let's go <laughs> i'm just i'm getting some call back to early okay, there there's five there's a five <laughs> okay you you know what tell me how this looks with your your <laughs> oh as this um 
this is the one that was attacking me originally. Yes. So um, that first attack comes in, and I I parry the first one with this with the flame sword. Maybe it's not uh, maybe it's not a flame yet. And then uh, after that parry, I swing around, and as I swing, this flame sword ignites, and I just cleave straight through uh, this uh, automaton-like being and uh, cleave it straight in half. Beautiful. Beautiful, yes. So the two pieces kind of slide apart and fall (laughs) fall on either side of the the tunnel. The sparking... Yes. Yes. Um, Beautiful. All right. And that uh, took him out. Take a breath. Yes, it did. (laughs) Um, Okay. So, oops. All right. Uh, So now you can kind of catch your breath and kind of look around. Meltma will will say, those annihilatons, those are usually run by remote control. Whoever was operating has to still be around. Hmm. Um, does, uh, Let us go looking have... before we go further in. Who uh, does? Who has any? Does anybody have any kind of science or investigation? Uh, no, I don't. Uh, I have. I have survival. Yeah, I've got survival. No. That's the closest I get. No, unfortunately. Um. So. All right. Well, I guess she will then. Okay. Let's see what she's. Yeah, she's got it. Uh, so you know, we're playing that Batu doesn't really know about his psionics, but is there any sort of like weird like magicy feeling? Like, does he get like the bad Spidey sense feeling from them? Like, there's something twisted about them, or are these pretty much like normal machines? These are pretty much normal machines. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah, Meltma will kind of kneel down to the pieces of uh, of one of them and start kind of looking at and say. These are definitely remote controlled, and with all the interference that we'd have here in the mines, the controller has to be really, really close. And she starts looking around. Yeah, um, I'll yeah. help her start looking around. Me too. Make uh, make notice rolls. All right, notice rolls. Oh, oh, Wait. both of those were sixes. Both I don't exploded. Know what, what's happening to me today? Okay. Oh, oh yeah, uh, you uh, definitely. You both see a shadow around uh, one corner that's uh, obviously kind of moving. Um, okay. And Run around the corner and go... try and whip for a leg. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let me get to the... We are going for a chase. Oh. And I need to... Ooh, chase. You're going to be using agility. Initiative. Okay, Batu. Once again, you are up first. Speedy. All right. Some zoom. All right. Speedy. So we roll an agility? Yes. Okay. Not the best. That's a three with my negative two. Uh, okay. Yeah, you're kind of stumbling along a little bit. Um, Zach? So he, he like starts oh, to spring God. forward and like grabs his side. It's like, Ugh! And then everybody else starts running past him. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Uh, I had a five. Ooh. You got a five. Okay. All right. You're doing pretty well here. Let's see. Okay. So yeah, you you start going, and the the shadow immediately takes off running down the uh, 
down the tunnel. Um, Zach, you, uh, I'd guess so. You do a pretty good, uh, pretty good job staying with him, but, uh, he's, he's pulling ahead a little bit. Um, Batu, you're, uh, you're coming, you're kind of falling behind, but Meltma, she was kind of, get them. (laughs) Meltma was dealing with the robot, so she's even further behind. So that's where Mm. you are. Um, all right. Let's uh, uh, go again. Uh, go ahead let's and make see. another round. Yeah, yeah. Let's just see. Everybody's go. running better this basically. time with feeling. Oh my gosh. Well, critical failure from him. Yep. That's a pair of ones with a minus two makes it less than yep. physically possible to roll on a die. Okay. Yeah. You probably <laughs> you're probably just gonna kind of. Uh, yeah, plaps I'll catch and, up and, <laughs> and yeah. like start to like uh, dig for his little med kit since I've got a healing skill. Yeah, He's yeah. just gonna sit down and be like, "Okay, I need to tend to myself." <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, um, yeah, Zach, I got a four. You you fall behind. He's taken off, but uh, mm. Meltma kind of comes, kind of dashing past you. So she's uh, she's kind of uh, ahead of you a little bit now. Um, we, right. we are the negotiators for the resistance, not the heroes, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> right. Let's let's do one more roll. Um, okay. Batu, I think you might be you might be out of this. I think at this point. I think with a critical failure, I think I'm out of this one. Yeah. 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 Give him. Let him take a healing roll to heal himself. Oh, okay. <laughs> can I can I do that? Uh, can you? Let's see. I've got the healing skill, but I'm not sure if that requires other things um, or whatnot. Uh, yeah. has multiple uses from treating wounds, diagnosing diseases, and all that. Um, do I have gear that would help with that? I did take a first aid kit. I'm just not you, sure. Okay, yeah, time first right aid now. kit. Okay. Yep. Um, the healing skill can be used to treat any wound suffered within the last half hour or the last okay. hour, which it okay. has. Um, each attempt takes ten minutes, which yeah, you can you have ten minutes. So I'll um, start on it now. Yeah. Uh, a success on a healing roll removes removes one wound. Nice. Okay. Uh, and a raise removes two. two. So, right. uh, yeah, go ahead. We're going to try and self-heal, but with that minus two, I still only got a three on that. Uh, um, let's see if that okay. first aid kit, let's see what the first aid kit says, if it has anything that helps with that. Use healing um, uh, without access to basic medical supplies opposes a minus two. Using a first aid kit containing basic supplies, such as antiseptic bandages, whatever, gives a plus one. So if that's a... Five minus two becomes three, plus one from the healing kit is a four. Plus one from the healing kit, but minus two because you're working on yourself. Oh, okay. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, that makes sense. So, yeah, no luck. You're you're still there. Yeah, at least you tried. Um, Yes. So, uh, so that's where you are. One last roll here. One last roll for everybody here. All righty, let's see what I can do here. Catch him. Catch him. Uh-uh. Nope, I can't. The shadow dice I could, are exploding like that. I could like burn mad. a Benny and re-roll it. You can? Yes, you can. Um, I'll, I'll burn a Benny. Okay. I'll spend a Benny. I think you just drag it from the top of your sheet. Oh, down onto the... Yep. There we go. Yep. <clears throat> Use a Benny, re-roll. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. Yeah. That one's a four. That's the way that works. So, yeah, yeah you... um, Melt my actually... Uh, gets gets ahead of him you see this figure she kind of gets ahead of him cuts him off just enough for him to slow down zach you run up behind him and you can grab him 
and throw them to the floor. Ooh, yeah, um, sounds great. I'll do. I'll do it. <laughs> and at this point, he just—he's uh, not even resisting. He's just laughing as you throw him to the floor. Um, that's not terrifying at all. Right. <laughs> this and, guy's not a madman in the slightest. No. Uh, and uh, yeah, he'll he'll just freely talk at this point. Um, you can ignore the beginning of this because you didn't do that part, but the established dialogue would, is different. But mm. he mm-hmm. says, uh, you may have escaped the Annihilatons, but it doesn't matter. You're already too late. You see, I've planted a bomb that will destroy this entire mine. If Ming can't have the Polarite, I'm going to make sure that the Freeman can't have it either. And now that you followed me all the way down here, there's no possible way for you to escape. We're all going to die together. <laughs> Am I far enough away that I don't hear this, or do I have a chance of hearing this? Um, you know, what? I'll I'll say you can hear it. You, okay. You're kind of staggering up slowly, so yeah, you can hear it. Okay, well, I'm imagining he's like playing with his med kit, and he's just like he's having a hard time. He's like, ugh, forget it. Shoves things yeah. back in this box. Hears this, and like just leaves the kit and starts running back up the tunnel towards where maybe that might be. Looking for a bomb would be like Batu's first action, trying to just okay, what what looks like it could be a hidden bomb. Gotcha. Okay. And by running, I mean stumbling, and by stumbling, I mean trying to stay on my feet. <laughs> exactly. Yes, <laughs> I understand. Trying not to fall over. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I understand. Okay. Um, Sounds like me after taking the stairs. <laughs> Zach, Zach, what are you doing? Um, like I'll search him down, see if he has. I mean, I, I'm assuming it was it's like a timed bomb situation. Yeah, probably. But see if he has like any detonators or anything like that. Uh, no, no. Well, he has the, shake, the controls, the robot controls, but they're robot that's controls, useless now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you're wasting time. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm. Okay, I'm gonna go and help out to search. Okay, All right, uh, time. before you get up, Meltma will put her hand on your shoulder and say, um, "The central core shaft." It's got to be there. That would be the place that would leave the entire mine vulnerable. It's a blast there would destroy the whole mine. <clears throat> we have to go there. Yeah, let's 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 go then. Okay. So she leads you and she's she's sprinting you sprint past Batu. Um <laughs> yes, yes go. I will catch up. <laughs> <laughs> um and uh, sure enough, you get you arrive, and you see this this huge central core that disappears way below anything you can see below you, and um, it's not even hidden. You can see a bomb very clearly, and you can see the countdown counting down. You have there's a few seconds left, mm. and it's on the far side of the. Um, Dang it, why am I injured and slow? Come on now. I got an electro grapple for a reason. (laughs) It's on the, yeah, it's on the far side. Uh, You got a few seconds left. Um, What you going to do? I mean, is there any way to run up to it? No. 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 Um, Obviously, he used some sort of of lift to access this part of the wall Mm -hmm. that has no other access. Um, 
calling the lift is going to take a couple minutes. You only have a few seconds. If if I look, is there anything I can shoot to help me in this situation? Make a notice roll. Okay. Five. All right. What you notice is this thing is, is attached to the wall or to the, to the rock with um, a kind of electro clamps. Okay. Where it's attached to the rock is uh, there's a vein of polarite running straight through the electro, mm. through the clamps. If you can shoot the polarite, polarite. Um, that will overload the clamps and release the bomb. Mm-hmm. and okay. uh if it falls far enough it should be able to it uh, wouldn't yeah it not would it, not impact things them. yeah so you have one shot okay um can i spend a benny in order to help me you can spend a benny to re-roll it but that's kind of pointless before you roll right right i so. just didn't know if there was a you spend a benny and it does this yeah and, yeah whatever. nope that's for <clears> yeah that'll be preemptive bennies that give you more bonuses as opposed to reactive bennies <laughs> mm-hmm, yes mm-hmm. Uh, you know what? I... I will say this. Let me see. Uh, Meltma uh, is going to. Gotcha. She is going to be able to say that vein shoot right there. So mm-hmm. that'll give you a plus one to your roll. Beautiful. Ooh. Will I just basically roll a combat for my bent ray gun? Yes. Perfect. Um, all right. That's a five. You're shot blasts into the uh, polarite. It sends this kind of arcing electric thing through the the tunnel, lights everything up, the electric lamp clamps unhook, the thing starts plunging. You see the countdown. Three, two, and then it's out of, it's falling, it's too small to see, and then this huge explosion uh, happens Way far below, blast uh, kind of comes up the shaft, and after a moment, everything settles and uh, you're free. An ecstatic Meldma uh, throws her arms around you, gives you a hug, um, and uh, with a sigh, she says, "Let's go uh, finish up that trade negotiation, shall we?" Batu tiredly walks into the the <laughs> chamber and is like, ah, you blew up another thing? Why can you not stop breaking the things? <laughs> <laughs> um, I just can't help myself. <laughs> uh, so yeah, you head back and uh, everybody, uh, you know, word is spread quickly. The miners are all cheering and... Uh, you save the day, you make this great negotiation for the Freeman, and credits roll. Now, what happened to the credits scientists roll. that we didn't tie up, dispatch, or otherwise deal with? Um, the, the crazy guy that, you know, brought the some, machines in yeah. and the bomb. Some, of the, other, some well, of the other miners probably showed up, grabbed him. Nice. Uh, so, yeah, you got him. Okay. Um, I was expecting a returning villain sometime. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> well, you didn't maybe you didn't deal with uh with his partner, Dramdra. Yeah, that's true. She's still out there. Mm-hmm. The so. the woman that was on the train with us. Exactly. Oh, she okay. she called this guy and told him to look out for you. That yeah. was that was what that was. Yes. Uh, 
anyways, I think I think we might um, kind of transition. We already talked about some of the stuff. I think we would, uh, okay. but we'll we'll transition here into our segment of RPG reflection. RPG reflection. We talk about what we what we just played. Um, literally, what we just played. <laughs> yes. Hey. Um. But yeah, let's uh, let's talk about it. What do you think, Logan? Let's uh, let's go with you. Uh, it's fun. Yeah, this is, this is a, a fun system. You know, it definitely has some flexibility, so you can kind of be narrative with it. But I, I think it's nice that they have you know critical failures in there as well as you know huge successes and that ridiculous damage roll exploding a thousand <laughs> times there. <laughs> That just makes oh it very gosh. dynamic, very fun, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah the exploding dice does give it a lot of range. I always love for, exploding uh, dice. Some fun stuff. Yeah, I agree. No, I, I absolutely agree. And it was that was one of those absolutely ridiculous moments. Yes. Let me see. It exploded one, two, <laughs> three times. Three times? Okay. Yeah. With with a single D6. So. And then you yeah, also had to explode uh, on the other die roll too, didn't you? Like wasn't the first roll had explosions um, and then you added those d6s on and then those kept exploding? yeah so it was it was basically I had my damage roll which okay. was my base damage and because of something else I got uh, an additional d6 so I rolled my base and uh, then I rolled that extra d6 and that d6 was the one that exploded gotcha so but yeah it's a lot of fun I'm still very uh, very new to this um, this setting of of uh flash gordon here yeah yeah and and i kind of deliberately went somewhere that wasn't covered in the movie because obviously the movie is what most people know right Um, and you know could very easily have stayed with uh yeah there's a lot of stuff there the the hawkmen and hawk city and arborea you know there's a lot of locations Mm -hmm. that that are familiar but i kind of deliberately went with one that was not as familiar just to... yeah and uh, that's great kudos to you yeah. definitely because it was it was exciting and it gave us uh gave us a little little taste of uh of what this setting has to offer true know? so true for sure i agree and you you threw the last thing you threw up there in in the uh the fantasy grounds page was <laughs> uh those the you know an actual image of what those uh bird-like creatures mm-hmm. were where <laughs> Yeah. Where Logan was like, "Is are these ostriches?" Yeah, I should have thought of that, turned that up earlier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they oh, are. That's that's perfectly fine. But yeah, yeah, it's uh, you know, I love that we actually have some of these visuals that we can uh, we can take from that original content of the of the old comics, right? But right, um, yeah, it, it really it gives you a flavor of of what uh, what it should feel like, mm-hmm. and I enjoy that a lot. True, very very true. Mark, uh, just you know, the floor's open to you. Talk talk about um, you know, this a little bit. And... Um, well, I, the uh, just talk about Savage Worlds for a minute. Uh, this is a, oh, yeah. a system that I've wanted to try for a long time, and mm-hmm. I I think uh, I, I've always kind of been a, a leery of these kind of generic systems, but. This one felt pretty good. Uh, felt pretty generic, but uh, I, I don't know if that I'd like it for anything. But it really seemed to fit well for this sort of environment. Mm-hmm. Um, right. And, and another one of the Savage World systems we have 
access to, we have purchased, um, is the space eight, 18, what is it? Space whatever. Oh, the space 18, 1888, whatever the year is. I don't know. I don't, but anyways, it, it kind of seems similar because it's like deserts and, you know, stuff like that. So, well, I think, I think the savage worlds in general has a very pulp feel. I think any yeah. kind of pulp adventure is going to fit fairly well into this. Yeah. Um, yeah, I could see doing John Carter of Mars here or, um, yeah, uh, John Carter would be really interesting. Yeah. Okay. Uh, or even, you know, like, a like an old detective, um, like an old noir style was, kind of detective thing. Yeah, no, yeah. I I kind of got that when we were on the train. It kind of seemed investigative-y and, uh, you know, really, you know, it, it helps with those kinds of elements. Yeah. yeah. So I'd be interested to, to um, see what different stuff we could port in here. Deadlands is another one that's real big with um, oh, yeah. Savage yeah, Worlds. Yeah, that weird um, West setting. It's very fun. Yeah, Weird War is another uh yeah. is another one other core one of the first worlds. things that brought me to savage worlds was uh i saw that they had remade the rifts system which is a very fun mm. setting because it's very post um it's like post-apocalyptic in that the world was ripped apart by the rifts the ley lines kind of splitting open um right. with power and energy mm. and everything came in so you've got like a, a kind of a totalitarian human government but you've got all these dbs these deviants that are different aliens and mm. creatures and dragons and demons and undead and psionics and aliens and like literally everything is in there and the, the nice. setting was always very cool to me but i hated the old palladium system because oh boy so many things so many little parts and pieces <laughs> yeah. and character creation took forever and it just never yeah. like the system just made me want to stab my eyes out but yeah. this I've system never played seems it, but I haven't more... heard good things. Oh, okay. Yeah. This system seems yeah. much easier to get around, even though the, the character creation is a little bit more. And I think, you know, that's neat with riffs that it could, yeah. they could be, you know, get back to that content sometime <laughs> down the road. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. We talked about character creation just a little bit with our um, session zero mm -hmm. in, in, our, in our last talk show. Not our last talk show, but. Um, but yeah, this character creation's a little heavy. Um, but you know, again, that's that kind of goes back to having to jump back and forth mm -hmm. between the different uh, game books in order to find your different skills and abilities right. and, and yada, yada, familiarity yada, because, too. You know, the more we know Savage yeah. Worlds, the more we're going to know the basics of what it is, and then just know the the twists for each setting that we're going into. Yeah, I think that's true too. I think that exactly. would be the advantage of this is if you know now that we played Flash Gordon, if we used it to play Deadlands or Space eighteen ninety nine or something right. else, yeah. we would have that core, and the the few little twists wouldn't be that dramatic. basically flavor flavor elements of different skills and abilities. Right, perfectly fine. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm interested to see now that we have this base system, what all this can open up for us. True. Um, just now that we know the system and, and all we have to do is learn the setting or just yeah. port it in from whatever. Or even custom settings. You know, you, this has mm -hmm. rules, of course, for creating your own custom setting that I think is pretty good. And I, I kind of like it because it, it has a decent amount of crunch. I don't mm -hmm. know that I'd call it a really mm -hmm. heavy, crunchy game, but it does have a decent 
uh, base of things you can do with it. It's got that right. flexibility, so if you want to bring it in there, you can. It's got the range mm -hmm. listed for a weapon, you know, but we never really pulled out a map and needed to think about squares and distances. It was like, okay, right. this is a range two as opposed to, you know, my, my gun has like a range 12. Okay, so that's kind of like a, a little bit away from me as opposed to across the room. That's It's nice to get, you can choose to lean into that crunch or not. Right. Of course. Mm -hmm. And it's a lot easier to then transition into different things. Mm -hmm. Um because you have that that context that basis of uh you know what a range should be or you know how specific weapons would work right. i really like it yeah. i also like the the how they treat their their abilities i guess is what they call the main um like your vigor strength hmm. agility um all those base things right. and, and increasing your skill in it it gives gives you a higher valued die so yeah mm -hmm. uh, going that's a from neat a d6 system. to a d8 yeah uh etc etc i just and I, I like having that that different mechanic for um for your skills and abilities rather than you're you're rolling the exact same dice every round and yeah yeah, being a bit of a dice like goblin, I've always liked to be able to play with all of my dice <laughs> you know I, there's a lot of uh, right. systems that are fun um that i really enjoy case in point 7c um where they only use one die right. or like D, &D right. uses other dice but really you're only using the d20 and then use the other ones for damage it's nice when you can actually incorporate other dice in there especially with an explosion mechanic like this you know you might have mm -hmm. a low die but that means there's a higher chance to explode so you know it kind of balances itself out a little bit yes mm -hmm. yeah it's 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 a pretty good system based on what we've been exposed to yeah so our full two hours of play or whatever it is that's right <laughs> two, hours, exactly. yeah, two hours and, and yeah and a little bit with some character creation character creation <laughs> yep but yeah i'm excited to see where we go with this in the future True. Uh, gentlemen do you have anything else as far as uh as talking points here for the end of this rpg reflection i don't think so no kind of covered everything yeah that's pretty good yeah well gentlemen thank you for joining me today Mark, thank you for running us through this wonderful adventure. Yes, was, thank you. I, I, I have to ask: Was that a, a custom-made story? Yeah, that was, was that. That was yeah. uh, original. Nice. Yeah, absolutely. I love it. I love your original stuff, Mark. <laughs> it's great. Okay. It's wonderful. Felt very but, fitting uh, and and fit right in. It could have been, you know, whether it was a, a produced um, uh, adventure. It didn't stick out like, oh, I made this at home, and it, you know, it's lumpy. No, it was very good, very fun. Good. Thank you. Yeah. Well, uh, folks, I'm excited to get back into to Savage Worlds again, um, but we'll, we'll leave that for another time. Thank you for joining me today, and I look forward to the next one. Well, that's a wrap for today's show, and nearly an explosive one at that. Will our heroes find out who tried to blow up the mine? Just keep that dial tuned to your favorite radio show, and find out next time on Flash Gordon!